Carl, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Sean, good to hear from you, man. Good to see you as well. You too, man. You too. How you been? Um, doing good. It's uh, been a crazy time, you know, beginning of September, trying to figure out how to get the children to school, you know, keep their, their minds sharp and learning and um, and doing it from home this year. We're going to start start from home and then just see how things play out and um, hopefully look to get a little man in, in, in back in the classroom with his with his friends there. Uh, what truly, about you? Truly, that's truly digital transformation. Um, very similarly, um, my youngest, he's doing, they're in quad semesters now. Mm-hmm. So we're starting him off online because he ended online anyway uh, at the end of the year. So we said, okay, let's just start online. So he's doing that as well. Uh, science online and gym online. It's going to be unique. It's definitely wow. going to be unique, but uh, yeah, he's willing to give it a try, so let's let him try. And then uh, uh, we're popping him back into class with some other subjects because he also likes cooking and he also likes audio video. Hmm. So those type of things you have to do more hands-on. So, But yeah, uh, we're in the same boat. Like, this is just new age. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. my oldest was taking online courses for about a year. Right? So he was used to the concept, but never as low as, um, uh, you know, grade eight, grade seven. So it's quite interesting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, digital transformation is um, surely a hot topic right now. And <laughs> yeah. uh, we're just we're living through it. We're living, breathing it, literally. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, it's interesting because I, I just bumped into a colleague of mine who um, actually recently just became a CIO for a large organization, international. Um, and uh, so we had an interesting chat, and he asked me, knowing that you know we both specialize in transformation, just in conversation. He asked me, um, "What are the three golden questions that one would ask themselves before beginning the transformation journey?" Mm-hmm. And it took a minute, and you know, and I shared some thoughts with him, but I, you know, I also wanted to have that conversation with you and to hear hear your thoughts on them as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there can be many, but let, let's see what three uh, we have in common here. Yeah, let's start. Um, the first thing that came to mind for me was what happens if the company doesn't transform? You know, it um, prompted thoughts of, well, will they have a market share in the future? Um, you know, do they have, will they be able to stay competitive basically going forward? Are they still in position to provide customer the provide support the customers needs or um, will the customers needs have evolved to be like online shopping um, versus in 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 a, in a physical store mm-hmm. um, you know so looking at that that uh, adverse effect what what happens if the company doesn't transform was one that really stuck out for me as um, establishing that very strong why factor you know yeah yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, that's more relevant now than it ever was because um, the times are in. Uh, so if they're unable to make some of these transformational changes, it's going to make them extremely irrelevant. And I would also add that um, customers are now shifting on and how they're going to gauge a, gauge a, a business and how they want to do business with them. So uh, prior, you remember back in the day when Amazon was, uh, delivering for free. Um, 
No, they still deliver free. But when they started that, that was a new concept <laughs> for a lot of companies. And companies had to sort of uh, race uh, or actually chase, excuse me, not race, to in order for them to do that as well. And it's the same thing applies here. If there's some simple digital transformations that they're unable to do at this time, a lot of customers are going to use that as, okay, this is how I'm going to spend my dollars at a POS. They're able to pay and just tap, right? Mm -hmm. There's still some existing companies that make that very difficult just to do that process. And some other companies, they themselves have removed cash and now only use debit for, from a safety perspective, both from uh, amount of cash just in the store, but also because of the COVID. And, you know, I see those things and I, I can appreciate that. That makes me see, okay, they are doing and going that extra mile. They are making changes to adjust. And so, yeah, I, that's a great first golden question. Are they relevant? And if they don't do this, will they not be exist uh, going mm -hmm. forward? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing that, um, that came to mind is who will lead the charge, you know, like, Many people, organizations, they talk about transformation or digital transformation or improvement in some capacity. Um, but I find that talking about improvement in some capacity without someone being bold enough to be its champion mm -hmm. um, will hinder the ability to move forward, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for organizations that move a change, be it in this HR-related change or an organization restructuring or streamlining procurements, you know, and um, supply chain. Uh, I find if there's a champion of the cause, mm -hmm. it has a much greater degree of being successfully implemented. Um, technology can lead that change for one, but I find that overall, if, the, if there's a strong business-related driver um, enabling that change and a champion, a visible champion there who's mm -hmm. willing to ride the the resistance as well as the successes, you know, um, uh, really enables that change to be adopted or embraced as a vision amongst um, the people subject to it. Yeah, Sean, I, I like that example. I also like, uh, I understand that's number two. Mm -hmm. I like how you use the phrase champion because people listening might think uh, because the fact that you and I are both consultants, we're gonna say, well, what you need is a consultant. And the fact that you're saying that, no, it's, it's a champion within the organization to help lead that. Mm -hmm. I'll go even in addition to that, that uh, what's critical, even if you do decide to use consultants and, and champions, so internal and external, that what's critical is that champions identified. If it can't be identified at the beginning, it certainly has to be identified during and most importantly after, because that transition, the last thing that you want is you go about doing this digital transformation and then it collapses in itself because you don't have the right transition to that champion. Um, so sometimes some organizations may not know that at the beginning, but certainly you and I worked and had experience where we identify, hey, this is a future champion here. This person is motivated. They come up with uh, incredible ideas. And this is the person that could probably lead this uh, transition and this control phase going forward and then continue with innovation. So, uh, that's a great, great point. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's it's so funny um, when they when the champions aren't there. And it's good that you mentioned like sometimes they don't know their champions. You know, no, it yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be the leader of the company. It's just no nope. someone who's motivated to lead without yep. necessarily that title. 
Yep, so. absolutely. Actually, like I through my experiences, there's a lot of motivated people, but the how to go about doing digital digital transformation innovation that's the most difficult part. You know, so giving them the tools and the methods to do that has really great outcomes because learn one they learn the methodology to get good ideas and then implement them and sustain them, and then two. Um, they have that, they already have some of those ideas, right? And you and I both know, we walk in organizations and you ask one person, you know, I've been in a call center and it's the person that's on the call center that's answering the calls that have that amazing idea and we implement it, but they just didn't have the opportunity to, to champion that idea. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Makes sense. Um, the other thing that comes to mind is, uh, what is a measure of success? Like is mm. digital transformation, if not well managed, um, could be just a, a fluttering word, a fleeting word, you know, that people are using in this current climate. And um, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when it's understood because it's incredibly powerful. Um, but I don't like it when it's used to describe things in generality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Because you know, it could be subtle, subtle changes or no changes at all. And, but just being impacted by changes around us, and we could say we're digitally transformed, which mm -hmm. is not the case. Mm -hmm. So the third thing that really stuck out for me was um, what is a measure of success and um, what kind of outcomes are expected um, as a result of this transformation, you know? Um, yes. So recently with, uh, with one of my clients, their service was, in a physical building and now they can deliver online video streaming. Um, they do uh, in place of just walking in. Now you can pre-schedule online using this calendar um, and directly from your phone. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. The ability to interface with this organization through your mobile device is a considerable tangible change, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, or even like cost savings. I, you know, a couple months ago, I helped um, an engineering firm, automate a process um, right across the company that is used to um, to distribute documents and review and collaborate on a few things and create a file folder and track. Right. It used to be manual and chaos and several months, and it's now down to a three-day maximum. So right. again, their, their change can be measured in um, the timing, amongst other things, collaboration online, um, timing from a three- to four-month average down to a three-day so that measure of success, um, the ability to articulate it, is very, very powerful, I find, in establishing a focus with digital transformation. What are your thoughts? What do you think about that? Um, I like that example. Um, it's number three, and it's, it's probably there for a reason. Like, if we didn't include it, a lot of people <laughs> would be commenting to us saying, how can you not measure? <laughs> but I like how you gave examples that were both qualitative and quantitative because quantitative um, uh, metrics and measurements are not always known at the beginning of digital transformation. True. Qualitative are almost always known, right? And so I'll give an example, and um, this ties into a post that I saw you write, wrote, um, or actually no, it wasn't a post I think you wrote, it was a video that you did. Yes, it was a video that you did about the number of emails. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, qualitatively, um, that is something you can easily tell when you ask, what is your biggest problem now that uh, 
you're working from home. And, you know, several people raise their hands and say, the amount of meetings I've been has increased. The number of emails I'm reading has increased. And they couldn't really quantify it. But you can see that there's definitely an outcome that you want to make a change to. So I like how you gave those examples. And, you know, a simple solution you called out was more collaboration using some easy uh, tools that are at, at hand. So uh, you and I still keep in touch, but it's rarely through emails. We're using just like you said right now, we're having a conversation over uh, video. Mm-hmm. Um, if we ever want to share and collaborate, we're not sending so much as emails, but we're actually using documentations that allow us to see both information at the same time. So uh, I would agree that is definitely has to be part of the golden. I just want to uh, reemphasize what you mentioned, which is sometimes it's qualitative and quantitative. And so if they cannot get the quantitative up front, the qualitative will definitely be there. And then that could feed the quantitative. Then you can certainly get, you know, I'm going to say KPIs, key performance indicators. You can get true metrics uh, during digital transformation, but that's definitely have to be there. I just want to emphasize that companies don't have to worry if they don't have this information up front, right? They, sometimes they won't have those metrics up front, but certainly you can always get them at least during the digital transformation. You certainly cannot end without that either. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to have outcomes and deliverables. That's very true. Yeah. And the quali- the quantitative side, I, I guess it, yeah, sometimes it depends on the, um, the type of people that will be impacted by the change I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people not want to be on board because some of these concrete measurements aren't initially accessible to them, like in terms right. of numbers. Yes. Um, but the, the, the qualitative is equally compelling. And uh, I couldn't agree more that sometimes in the beginning, that might be all you have. Yeah. We're moving online, you know? Um, and s- sometimes that impacts the biggest stakeholder. So when I was in healthcare, um, you know, from a physician hospitalist perspective, they're data driven, but sometimes to convince them why we wanna make this change is has a question about, well, how many people are waiting in line at your, uh, (laughs) right? How many people wait in line at your clinic um, between an hour period? You know, do we wanna reduce that by at least three? You know, you have eight over and reduce it by three. Do you wanna get home at seven as opposed to nine, right? Those type of, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating this. Those are quantifiable, but uh, the, it's, the way you express it is qualitative and they get that right away. And then you're right, that, that convinces a lot of people. And of course you can then get the KPIs to show how much you've, you've saved for them from an efficiency mm-hmm. perspective, yeah. Right on, man, cool, yeah. cool. All so- right. Let me recap. Let me recap. Okay. So number one, uh, what will happen if we don't make this digital transformation? So how do we stay, uh, will we be relevant if we don't make that change? So I agree. That's hands down number one. Two, who will be the champion? Who will lead this? Who will transition this? Who will be the champion thereafter? And then number three, um, is this measurable? Uh, Are these metrics, are they qualitative, quantitative? Are there outcomes that are measurable? that can ensure the, that we are making that digital transformation in the right direction. Did I sort of summarize that right? Yeah, bang on, okay. bang on. Okay. Man. Absolutely, yeah, let's open the floor to comments, questions, thoughts, and other suggestions. Um, um, we're now moving forward if we ain't learning is my, my thought on it. You know? 
what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. Very true. Right on. Okay, so thank you for your time, brother. And yeah, uh, man. Have a fantastic weekend. And, you too, uh, man. All right. All right, we'll connect. Yeah, man. Take Let's do care. this again, though, eh? Let's do this again. Yes, yes, we absolutely should. All right. All right, man. cool. I'll talk man. to you soon. Peace. Peace.